0: Yeah.
1: Today's episode of Content Academy is brought to you by the Ooh, the Johnson and Johnson COVID vaccine. Okay, so
0: oh, unfortunate um, timing there.
1: Yeah, I have to say back when we accepted this sponsor we didn't know the news hadn't broke that the Johnson and Johnson COVID vaccine does, you know. I mean, we all know what's well, going J&J on. JJ is a so. huge get for us. So we it is problems. a huge get, and so we were kind of excited about it. Um,
2: Lavender lotion. Yeah.
1: We got that. Um, we didn't know about the whole situation, so I'm not could, in saying. Their
2: defense, in their defense, blood clots around the virus, so I mean, yeah, killing it.
1: That could yeah. Be yeah. Good. yeah. So Ooh, it did. Did it do what it? What they claimed it would set out to do, yes.
2: As I'm the just kind of yeah.
1: yeah.
0: disappointed because I was kind of in talks with them to t- try to get like a Joshson and Josh <laughs> thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And have those it talks still kind of Yeah, have those preliminary talks. Have those socks talks, talks since, since been tabled?
3: They've broken down. Yeah. Okay. I
1: yeah. see. Well, whatever. Well, uh, we exactly yeah. all that aside it is tuesday again that means it's time to get the content crew back together for another another 45 minutes another hour or so talking about mythology this has been a very long series but we are getting getting towards the end of it there is the light at the end of the tunnel
0: Rounding the horn.
1: exactly um so calling in from his house we have josh Ayo. and calling in from her house we have georgia so before we kind of get into this week, we're going to be talking about Egyptian mythology. Uh, George is going to be talking to us about that. But first, why don't we get into some headlines, kind of talk about this week's news, big news stories. What do we think?
0: Let's crack them open, Alex.
1: All right. Uh, first on the docket here, we have the oldest living American has passed away at age 115. You guys hear about this? Sources closest to her say that she was racist. Kinda makes sense. Um, Amazon has canceled its Lord of the Rings MMO video game. Uh, sources within Amazon, this is kind of interesting. Sources within Amazon say that it's because it shall not pass. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, in related news, I mean, how could have that? How good could that have been, really?
3: Just take into yeah. account that all.
1: Yeah, take into account all MMOs are bad, and just go from there. Do uh, oh,
0: you play the Elder Scrolls MMO?
1: I honest, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, you got MMOs, and then you got licensed
0: MMOs. I got MMOs out the wazoo. <laughs> uh. I bring a guy in a trench coat, and he like
2: opens Yeah. It
1: and
2: he's like, you
1: whenever buy an I MMO? think, yeah, whenever I think about MMOs, I think about how, like World of Warcraft. Compared, like then versus thirty years later today, the graphics are the exact same.
2: Yep. Don't fix what ain't broke.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, in related news, Amazon's the Lord of the Rings series is rumored to cost four hundred and sixty-five million dollars for the first season alone. In <laughs> comparison, in comparison, the most expensive season of Game of Thrones was ninety million dollars. Uh, when asked to comment on the massive budget, new Amazon CEO Andy Jesse says that he cannot wait to see Dumbledore in action.
3: <laughs>
1: Ooh. <laughs> Not a good so, really look.
2: Quick, the, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get the, uh, the total for the cost of the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. And oh, yeah. Fellowship of the Ring cost $93 million.
1: Just that movie.
2: But of course, that was in. Yeah, just that movie, but okay. that was in like two thousand
0: two. Two dollars, so, yeah.
2: Yeah, nineteen years ago. And so that was, that was probably
1: the most expensive one because they can reuse sets and props for the other two, right?
0: That's a good question. I don't know. I I feel like there was a lot more effects in this in the second oh, yeah. two.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's real. not
2: like they really revisited any
1: place. Yeah, I guess you're right. And costumes, well, they maybe. Did, they I don't filmed know.
0: it all. They filmed them all back to back, though.
1: You mean like back to back to back.
0: Something. Yes.
1: So maybe the uh, recouping cost is negligent. Um. But I don't know. Uh. So it's definitely the first season is definitely going to be more expensive than the first movie. Uh. But in the more. in the movie they use, uh, like practical effects. I don't know what they're planning on doing with the TV show and I don't know what is more expensive, practical or CGI. I imagine CGI, but
2: Well, hopefully it's all stop motion.
1: Well yeah, there's yeah, that I'm too. That's probably for a real,
0: why. A Harry Housen that
1: Yeah. And do we know um
2: Lord of the Rings Muppets guys, it's right there. <laughs> Maybe
1: someday <laughs> it's when it's in right when it's in the public domain.
0: They're taking the hobbits to Isaac. <laughs>
1: Josh is pulling out a completely <laughs> solid Kermit. <laughs> it's so funny. Do we know? Is it a reboot or is it like it's, side stories?
0: It's prequel. It's set oh. in like the Silmarillion era.
1: Okay. God, Got it. even
2: pre-Hobbit.
0: Yeah.
1: Interesting. So it's like a brand right. new story, pretty much.
0: They're gonna be. We're we're, we're yeah. talking. We're talking Maya. We're talking Viya. Yeah my r i mean my r. now
1: it's gonna be I completely it is gonna be completely in elvis language elvish language right <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs>
1: with subtitles
0: and elvish subtitles elvish subtitles well. Guys, we'll do a series on it It'll yeah
1: be- okay yeah. let's just move right along here um yeah. <clears throat> so that's it i'll say that's it for lord of the rings news this week um the CPSC is urging people with children at home to stop using the Peloton Tread Plus treadmill immediately. Thanks, CPSC. Also, what should I eat for breakfast tomorrow? Who's listening to the CPSC?
0: Yeah, the committee for Peloton safety committee. That's. <laughs> yes. I think Seems that's awful what it niche <laughs> yeah. for a committee. Yeah. And why do uh, they have committee twice in the name? <laughs> <of one? laughs> yeah. That's funny. Get their shit together. Oh
1: my gosh, early buzz about the new Mortal Kombat movie is very positive. You guys hear about this? Um, fans and critics say that they were able to sleep through almost the entire thing. <laughs> Use of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine has been put on hold after a number of people have developed blood clots after taking it. We kind of talked about this. Uh, In response, Johnson and Johnson has begun developing a Johnson and Johnson vaccine. That's so it's kind of confusing. confusing. So it's yeah, exactly, yeah. (laughs) Um, But I mean, you're already saying Johnson twice, so I don't want to say johnson and johnson and johnson and johnson (laughs)
3: yeah
1: um let's see here elon musk says that his starlink internet service should be fully live by the end of this year he also says that he's working on a new iron man suit in case ultron comes back
0: (laughs) (laughs) what is is starlink
1: that's the uh satellites i think it's like satellites uh, doing internet. Okay. Satellite-based internet. <laughs> though isn't that what the internet I, is? No,
2: just leave it at that. It's satellites doing internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all we need.
1: Um, they're doing that now. Doing Starlink. Okay, let's see what's next. What's next year? According to the rumor mill, the next Android operating system will have a trash bin. It's kind of interesting. Uh, I think mm-hmm. we all know where this new feature belongs. Can you imagine, like, clicking and dragging an app across two or three home pages to get to the recycling bin?
0: <laughs> I I'm That's excited for it. Honestly, you're excited I, for it. I think it'll be cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm pro trash. <laughs> no. As long it as it here.
2: makes that sound effect. Psh, yeah.
1: Like it's like you you toss the. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: Like made it. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm just kind of surprised that apps are recyclable um let's see we, we didn't... Have that thing on the bottom, so. it's true yeah uh the new roku tv I remote that,
0: uh, i heard that they say they're recyclable but they just all go into, an, into
1: it's greenwashing remote.
0: all the apps i think it's one level.
1: of those things where like only about 15 percent of apps are recyclable yeah
0: actually recyclable.
1: <laughs> um let's see what else we got here we got a few new a few more news stories the new roku tv remote Is getting some interesting new features. Among the changes to the remote are the removal of the Sling TV button. In other news, Sling is about to sling itself out of our lives because the button is being removed from the remote. So that one, uh, Brittany actually wrote that one. Oh, oh, okay. So you have her to thank for that.
2: So you just
1: revealed your ghostwriter. You. <laughs> she, yeah, she ghost, she sometimes ghostwrites a few of these headlines. That one she wanted to be credited for, though.
0: Okay. okay. Well, well, I, I mean, uh, up well, well, I'm excited to see where things go from here for, for Brittany's news items.
1: Yeah. This last one. As
2: long as your writers don't go
1: on strike, we'll, we'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a writer strike the other day, and that was not. <laughs> this next one, this last yeah. one, we kind of. Uh, it was kind of 50-50 mm. for both of us. Uh, Disney has made a new patent for a real lightsaber. Do you guys hear about this? Oh. Uh, with the design featuring a retractable, internally illuminated blade. Next, they are trying to make the Force a real thing.
0: <laughs> now, real. now, which half was Brittany and which half was you? <laughs>
1: Don't worry about it. Okay. Okay.
0: Um,
1: So that's it for the news this week. Uh, Thanks for joining me for talking about headlines. Now, we're gonna go for a more serious note here. Um, Georgia's gonna talk to us about this week's topic. So go ahead, Georgia. Right.
2: Mm -hmm. Take it away. So this week's report continuing our theme on mythologies, we're gonna look at Egyptian mythology. Uh, Which, disclaimer right up top, we could have done multiple episodes on this, uh, because there's a lot to cover, but in the spirit of brevity, I've trimmed quite a bit of it, but um, if anybody wants to dive further into it, just play Assassin's Creed Origins and do the tour part.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that.
2: Yeah, and that'll pretty much tell you everything you need to know. So there. Uh, there's also, um, I think, one of those old books on Egyptology, which is pretty cool. And there's also some Egyptology. Really nice documentaries out there about Egypt, so a lot of information.
1: Although the right ology on. books kind of take that with a grain of salt because they did make a dragonology thing. I recently found out that was not based on factual information.
2: You shut up right now. No, I'm kidding. We don't talk about that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wait. There... <laughs> Well, i i kind of i kind of knew that that was all hooey because they did a pirate-ology one too. You <laughs> know, pirates don't exist.
1: <laughs> and there was you also know, the Al, dis- you
2: can't pick and choose. Okay, if you believe one ology's book,
1: you that's have a to good point. Yeah,
3: one. yeah.
2: So.
1: There's also the uh, Animal Planet uh, dragon thing that they made, the documentary on dragons mm-hmm. that was completely mm-hmm. made up. So really. Mm-hmm. There was also a mermaid one that they did that's also made up. I It's one of those things where I just choose to believe it. It's not really... Okay. further ado. Okay, yeah.
2: I mean, it's not hurting anybody for me to
1: choose to believe that Animal Planet wasn't lying about the dragons and shit.
2: Okay, that's what I'm saying. We can all believe dragons are real. Yeah. Story. We can do a series on it later. Okay, I cool. Guess. Got it. Okay. So, to get us started, I'm just going to go over a really quick, like, Cliff's note versions of the Ancient Egypt timeline, because when I was researching this, I was like, okay, when even was Ancient Egypt? How do we separate Gee. that from, like, today's Egypt, where you can yeah. see a Pizza Hut from the Great Pyramids? Yeah. So, there's a couple different eras, and uh, full disclosure, I s- skipped some of them uh, because nothing really notable happened, other than, and it was just very slow. Uh, nothing really okay. slow development, not a whole, whole lot going on. So, to, to start with, we've got the first era, the early dynastic period. This lasted from thirty one fifty to twenty six eighty six B C E. So, super long time ago. Uh, this is the first dynasty um, they established the capital at Memphis. And then the next period is the Old Kingdom. Um, this is one we hear a lot about, uh, Last from 2686 to 2181 BCE. Uh, this is where a lot of stuff happens. We get the Giza Pyramids and your Great Sphinx uh, government was set up, uh, which eventually, and I read a lot about this one, it was pretty cool, but it couldn't fit a whole lot into it. Uh, The government eventually collapses because of high taxation, so that was kind of crazy. Mm. And then we get Mm. into our first intermediate period from 2181 to 1991 BCE, early 90s. Uh, No kings, rival clans, which is kind of Mad Max for a while. And then we get into Middle Kingdom from 2134 to 1690 BCE, so I skipped a little bit there. Um, Kings are back. Uh, which restored stability, and so um, <clears throat> we kind of start seeing the emergence of more middle class kind of position. Um, we get art and culture, so it was a it was a good period of um, uh, thriving for a lot of Egyptians. Uh, next up is the New Kingdom. Uh, yes, Josh, do you have a hand? Now,
0: right? are we are we calling them kings or are they pharaohs?
2: Interchangeable. Good
1: Interchangeable. question. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, well. wow.
2: King- uh, so now we're in the New Kingdom, uh, from 1549 to 1064 BCE, so quite some time. Uh, we start seeing some popular big names that you might recognize, like hep <clears throat> and Akhenaten. Um, so maybe, oh, yeah, uh, huge names. Yeah, you know. Okay, well, if you watch as many Egypt documentaries as I do, maybe you would. <laughs> so there. Um, Akhenaten, uh, if you watch Inside... The Khartoum documentary that came out recently—they found um, some things relating to him. So that was kind of kind of neat. Go check that out. It's on Netflix. Yes, Josh. Uh, Alex is raising his hand. So <laughs> <he's> <laughs> okay. Out, well, Alex's screen is blinking green. I
1: I'm trying to fix it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alex. Okay. Quick question. Now you talked the about Warrior the different gives me errors and <laughs> so. stuff. Okay. You know what? Is this better? Uh, now I know we've begun talking about the different in eras, and, eras and stuff, and my question, my quick question is, is this when we begin to factor in, um, maybe the Tablet of Akhmun-Ra?
0: Mm, yes, I would um, like to know this too.
2: Um, you know, I didn't get a date on that. If okay. If I have to guess, I would think that would have been probably Old Kingdom.
1: Okay because if you recall it, it it um it gives uh it allows the power for museum exhibits to come to life at night.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, and there's also his good. brother, Kamun Ra. who is evil in the second one.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I, is, was that Hank's area.
1: It <laughs> was in the second yeah, one, okay. yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I don't know, and you know the the fandom page on the tablet of Achmenra does not give a date, so I'm <laughs> speculating.
1: Okay. All right.
2: Well, well, so put a pin in that. Okay. okay. Um, moving right along, we get the third period, also called late period, from 1069 to 332 B.C.E. So this lasts a very long time. Um, to the previous period of. Yes.
0: The late period is just always scary.
2: I know. Yeah. Eh, you know. Uh, previous... Like when is it gonna come? Is it gonna come? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's early. It's a scary uh, time for anyone
0: in that relationship.
2: So the <laughs> previous period, the third king, the new kingdom, um, the previous period of prosperity led to invasions because people started looking at this um, really prosperous by whom kingdom uh, by the Libyans actually. Libyans. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know um, how, also... but they found me.
2: <laughs> well they were posting so much on instagram you know and it just hmm. like yeah. they left the location on so <laughs> you know typical um also some new pyramids were built um but other than that it starts getting a little messy uh we get into the ptolemaic period this is also the time when um ac origins happens it's 332 to 30 bce uh alex the great Alexander the Great took Egypt from the Persians, and Alexander's successors were the Ptolemies, um, which, you know, this is where we start seeing, like, Cleopatra, Julius Caesar, all those big names. Um, And this is where a lot of Greek and Egyptian gods were syncretized, which is a hot word, a buzzword we've been talking about also, where we start to blend uh, religions and kind of make them mesh together. After this is the Roman period from 30 BCE to AD 641 Octavian beats the Ptolemaic queen Cleopatra and Egypt becomes part of the Roman Empire and that's kind of it for uh this is kind of where Egyptologists uh, that's where they kind of cut off so that they're, they, they're focusing on on that period from handed early on off Nassau. to the
0: Romanologists
2: <laughs> hand it off to the Romanologists at that point exactly so that kind of gives you a brief overview of the very very long history of the of ancient egypt so that's the period we call ancient so moving on um, myths were often incomplete and they focused more on the underlying meaning than like a a deity's motivation or character and they'll say up top they had a bunch of deities Um, and then this is kind of a topic that I touched on I think mm, a couple episodes ago where it was pretty common for stories to instead of um, being biographical, they were more about this is what a person would do in that setting. Yeah, this is the reflection of that person's character. Mm. So we kind of get that uh, involved as well. Um, most deities motives had to do with either restoring or disrupting the natural order or balance of the world, um, also known as Maat, uh, who is also a goddess, a really, really, really ancient goddess, but you can also just refer to her as the natural order of things very important concept to kind of <clears throat> keep in mind
1: now um, um since my video is off you can't see that I've been raising my hand so I'm just gonna just
2: jump in okay but it has been raised since, right? yeah so since we're kind of okay. talking
1: about uh, pyramids and shit
2: mm-hmm.
1: um I know so and we may touch on this we may not but um they say that it's a mystery as I'm sure you both know how the pyramids were built but wouldn't it make sense if they just uh, started at the bottom and worked their way up? Because <laughs> I think that the other way would be a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. So just kind of thoughts yeah. on that.
2: Yeah, they definitely started at the bottom. And they also used to have...
1: It uh, ma- I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it?
2: Cover on them. They what? They used, to, they used to also be very shiny and smooth.
1: Oh, no but... kidding. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. All the limestone's been uh, okay, heaved away. Yeah. So these to look even more impressive.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. But maybe it was aliens. I don't know.
0: The thing I kind of always liked about pyramids is, is just like a pyramid is kind of just the, the natural shape that stuff takes when you drop it on the floor. It's just kind of a mound of stuff. That's a good mm-hmm. point. So there's nothing to really fall over or crumble. It's just kind of the shape that it is. Yeah.
1: Mm.
2: Great observation, Josh.
0: Thank you. <laughs> You're
2: welcome.
1: 50 points, to Gryffindor.
2: Uh, <laughs> 50 points to Gryffindor. I'm honestly not going to talk a whole lot about pyra- pyramids in this. It's mostly because pyramids were more of uh, this is a tomb for a pharaoh, and it was a big deal for them. Uh, Death was a very big deal for Egyptians, so uh, I don't really question them directly because they don't have anything to do directly with any gods. Mm -hmm. It is more to honor pharaohs. I see. Who Mm. would go on to become one with the gods also, and I'll talk a little bit about that later. I think I left that in. Um, So kind of another thing to to touch on... um, deities also really differed by region and time based around that area's local cult, which uh, again, cult in this sense, it's not like um, Heaven's Gate or anything like that. This is, a cult just refers to uh, here's a deity and this is their following. It's nothing mm-hmm. really scary. It's just... Like a oh, sect? Yeah. yeah, kind of. It's, it's non-threatening. Yeah, it's, it's not as scary as the word, is, word means now. Um, also multiple interpretations of different gods could also be viewed as a way to express concepts beyond mortal's grasp. So, uh, and later on when I go through some major gods, uh, and this is kind of something that reflects in other episodes as well. You might have a god that's the god of one thing and then also something that's completely opposite. Well, yeah. according to our feeble minds, that seems really weird, but to gods, it's no big deal. So... This was kind of Egyptian's way of being like, you know what, we just
0: can't grasp it. Isn't that what yeah. God Well, gods were galaxy brain.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so, way beyond our understanding.
0: Yeah, it's way like Poseidon is water and horses, and that just makes perfect sense.
2: Well, because seahorses. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so. So, that's that actually a
0: bad example. But. <laughs>
2: that's really easy to explain. <laughs> but, um, I like where you're going with that, Josh. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll come back to it. um also much of egypt was illiterate so stories were passed on orally Hmm. uh, and that could be one reason why so few whole narratives exist in writing uh, because a lot of what egyptologists have found were just kind of bits and pieces there are really not very many whole like mythological narratives like there were in in norse mythology uh where you get whole tales and stuff that are um Recorded like hey, this is an adventure of Thor, that kind of thing. Mm. We really just get bits and pieces of them um, because they may have just been general knowledge at that time. So there's that no, no reason to write them down. It's like, oh yeah, everybody knows that story. It's just like how yeah. we all kind of know, uh, you know, Jack and the Beanstalk. We don't really need to write that down because, yeah, somebody's writing it down. I don't need to write it down. It's cool. Yeah. Everybody knows what happens. Golden Goose. It's on, that, it.
0: it's on that wall yeah. over there that it's I passed thing. on my way to work. Every day. Yeah, so
2: I'm not going to write that. That's, somebody else can do that so that's kind of what we're looking at um that being said with much of egypt being illiterate um writing and speech were a very big deal to egyptians and seen as an act of creation uh and there's a, a god that's um that we're going to touch on later that covers a lot of this uh this is why we do see writing and hieroglyphics everywhere but again they're not like this is the story of osiris
3: mm.
2: it's more of just um like in tombs and stuff. This is so and so. This is why he was a big deal. And this is and like here's some things he'll need in the afterlife and that kind of thing. So um, writing and hieroglyphics were everywhere, and that's why we have a lot of knowledge of Egyptian culture, uh, which is really fascinating to look at. Any questions so far?
0: Um. Oh. Do you did you find anything else on like hieroglyphics specifically?
2: I didn't take a super deep look into this, layers. but this is a very uh, brief yeah. discussion. Her- hieroglyphs are fascinating. Um, yeah,
0: they're always cool to me.
2: They're very cool. Neat to look at, and just crazy to me that you can read them today. Like, there's yeah. people who, just, who can read hieroglyphics, That's so that to me is awesome. But <laughs> so well, you can we- just look at wall and be like, yeah, oh, that's us.
0: And isn't it true that, like, if we hadn't found the Rosetta Stone, we probably still wouldn't really know what the hieroglyphics meant
2: um probably yeah until we probably wouldn't have known until we got duolingo yeah
0: yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
2: that would have really set back a lot of things so um i have compiled a little list of some major gods this is by no means all of the egyptian gods or a full explanation of all their aspects Many gods were combined, or rose and fell in popularity over the entire span of Egypt's history, which we went over earlier, that's like thousands of years. Uh, Again, Egypt had one of the largest pantheons that spanned an enormous length of time. And there's a whole profession dedicated to it, Egyptology, which is really fascinating to look into. Um, Mm. so So this is just kind of greatest hits, or most popular gods and goddesses, out of their more than 2,000 deities Um, wow if you want an almost complete list the world history encyclopedia website has a great article that lists them all alphabetically and whether or not they were combined with other gods so that was a a neat resource too okay an exhaustive resource uh, to look through so i'm going to kind of start with some of the more important ones and go from there (laughs) we'll get to him we'll get to him he's actually not the most important i thought he was going to be oh really Um, well, he's so the most important
0: of, in Stargate. I'll tell you that. He's the,
2: obviously, the most important in Stargate. So, uh, that <laughs> if that tells you anything, he's still a big <laughs> deal.
3: Yeah.
2: But uh, we're gonna start with Osiris, who is the god of the underworld. Uh, he symbolized death and resurrection, and he flooded the Nile River according to the season. So, and the Nile was a very big deal too. Mm. So we can see why he's a big deal, and death was a big deal too. So, um, his appearance.
0: Oh, we may have lost Georgia.
1: Uh okay, we got to we got to pick it up where she left off. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Egypt. Uh appearance.
0: I'm thinking is... Nile. I'm thinking okay. reed. I'm so... thinking those funky little boats they got. Okay. 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 She's back. Okay. Oh, thank god. okay. Good it. job, okay. Josh.
1: <laughs> Nailed it. All right, <laughs> let's go.
2: Okay. So, Osiris was kind of the zombie-looking god. Um according to myth, he was he was a king of Egypt. Who was murdered by his brother Seth or Seth oh, okay. um, who dismembered him and then scattered his body parts. Um, and then Osiris' wife Isis probably went on some sort of video game quest to get all of his pieces.
0: Fetch quest.
2: Fetch quest, exactly. And reassembled him so that they could conceive a son. So it's kinda gross.
3: That Yeah. <laughs>
2: Some Egyptologists believe that the myth and cult of Osiris later influenced aspects of Jesus Christ, because he's an early example of a dead, revived god figure and eternal life, and he was apparently born of a virgin mother. So there's there's a lot of parallels there. Okay, I that was kind of interesting. And um, even though Osiris was brought back to life, he decided to stay god of the underworld. Hmm. Just I don't know. I guess he liked it down there. sure there's a reason. Uh, so next up is Isis, so Osiris's wife. Uh, she's one of the most important goddesses in the Egyptian pantheon. She embodied the virtues of wives and mothers. She's also tangentially, uh, involved with rites for the dead, since her husband, uh, Osiris, was obviously dead, and then she revived him. Um, she was depicted as a mother of the dead, kind of, um, so she was caring for those who had passed on, um, and during the Roman periods, so that was that last part we went over. Um, she was syncretized with the Greek goddess Aphrodite. So okay, she's probably like super hot, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, so the Romans were like, well, obviously she's this god. So that was that was Isis, and then next up is Horus, who is Osiris's and Isis's son. Uh, and he's depicted as a falcon or a falcon-headed man. So this is the guy with the bird head. Uh, he's the god of the sky and hunting. And he's said to... This is kind of neat. He's said to have lost an eye during a fight with his uncle, Set, who had murdered Osiris. Mm-hmm. And um, so he was avenging Osiris's murder. Uh, and so he lost an eye during the fight. And then his eye was later healed by the god, Toth. And the loss and regeneration of Horus's eye was the explanation for the phases of the moon. Which
0: is oh, okay. Yeah,
2: so it's like, oh, it's Horus's eye is all better now, and the a full moon.
0: So there, there were two moons, but then he lost one, and now there's only
2: one. One actually, one the sun, and one is the moon.
0: Oh, that even makes even more sense. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. So he's got one eye open at, yeah. each time. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I don't know something like
2: that. Uh, and right. the next step to kind of complete this uh, weird family is Seth, or Seth. Uh, he's the god of violence, chaos, and storms, and honestly, most Seths I have met kind of fit that description. <laughs> he's depicted with what, to me, looks like an anteater's head, uh, but Egyptologists aren't really sure what head he's supposed to have. If you look up, he's just kind of got, like, that's an animal, I guess. He's um, like
0: a long boy.
2: Kind of. He's got long, though. He's, he's a bit of a long boy. Um, some people think he's a magical composite of an aardvark, a donkey, and a jackal. Uh, he also okay. has a forked tail, which I don't think any animal has. Yeah. So he's just kind of this weird amalgamation of, of parts. <laughs> um, and he's got kind of he's got a neat story. Um, he's again got of violence case and storms. He can also be a protector and. Uh, he's also like a hero so again a lot of different aspects Hmm. and then the next couple ones are sort of the ones we hear of the most Um, Anubis uh, who is not the god of puppies unfortunately (laughs) uh, but he is shown as having the head of of an African golden wolf so he's the one with the dog head specifically it's an African golden wolf during the early periods uh, Anubis was associated with funerals and embalming uh, because he took care of Osiris' body after his murder. So, you know, Isis got all the pieces. I'm sure Anubis was kind of like the, the in the quest hub during that, you know. <laughs> he's just he was kind of chilling.
0: He, he gives yeah. you the quest, probably. He, so
2: he's the quest giver at the quest hub. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you bring all the, all the pieces yeah. back to Anubis. and then he's You like, bring
0: him one at a time and he's like, ah, yes, another piece.
2: Exactly. <laughs> or if you bring him like more than one, he's like, ah, yes, more pieces yeah exactly. either, there's one or two things you could say um
0: yeah.
2: so he gets all, all
0: five more things. pieces <laughs> yes
2: and then he <laughs> tells you how many are left and you're like thanks anubis i know and you're like hitting me like come on
0: and he probably um, gives you like a increased mana bar ever
2: with everything something or a health bar yeah i would hope so man
0: something that's a lot of come. work um
2: yeah. But by the Middle Kingdom, uh, the now-resurrected Osiris had taken over for him as God of the Underworld, uh, which is the Duat. Uh, the Underworld called the Duat. Okay. Um, so that's kind of lame for Anubis, unless he was ready to move on, I guess. He put together a mummy who then kind of just took over for him. But <laughs> whatever, he's probably on to bigger and better things. Um, interestingly, uh, despite, despite being so well-known today and appearing frequently in Egyptian art, he's really kind of the first egyptian god i think of um he doesn't star in any myths really he's very much in the background um but and it's he's kind of a character actor venerated yeah uh he was widely venerated because people wanted to be sure their bodies survived in the afterlife so uh you know a lot of people worshiped anubis um in, in the in the old kingdom um Anubis also participated in the famous weighing of the heart ritual, which I'm going to touch on later. Yes, um, I can't
3: wait.
2: I know, yeah, so that was pretty cool. And he was, this is cool too, uh, he was syncretized with the Greek god Hermes, uh, creating super god hermanubis as guardian of souls. Herman And I was like, Hermenubis, yes! This is an awesome combination name. So now he's got a dog head and he's got sandals with wings on. Him.
0: Yep so that was wingies.
2: Re- yeah well wingies so instead of instead of wheelies they're <laughs> instead of wheelies, wheelies,
0: they're wingies yeah
2: they're wingies. same same idea though uh-huh. um and the next up is uh toth which it's t-h-o-t-h it runs with toast i kept calling him toth but it's toast hmm. i mean toast the ibis-headed god of writing and wisdom so he's got a bird head uh and I think he's pretty cool. He invented language and hieroglyphics, as well as sciences, math, and, um, like, the example earlier with Horus' Eye, he invented medicine also. Um, he created the 365-day calendar, and he was secretary to the sun god of Ra. Um, and the way I picture him, like, if this was an anime where it's all the gods, and obviously they're going to school, because mm-hmm. that's how they're set up. I would imagine Toad as the one character with glasses who is always doing that like yep. make glasses thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, there's the shine on it and he just like pushes up his glasses and he's like <laughs> really cool. I think he's a very cool he's just like level-headed cool guy. Yeah. Uh an yeah. interesting example of uh euhemerization, which is mythological accounts that come from real life events. Um some theories say Toth was identified as being the same person as the biblical Moses.
3: Hmm. His How wife. could that be?
2: Because of uh, writing down the Ten Commandments and stuff.
0: Oh, I see. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
2: So um. Toth did a lot. Toth, Toth was a cool guy. Um, I did a lot of reading about him. I highly recommend looking more into his Did Egyptians
0: history. really invent the 365-day calendar?
2: Well, Toth did.
0: <laughs> okay. He asked and answer. <laughs> So, there you, you go. Know,
2: I, it's, maybe it's not the one we used today, but Toast was like three six five.
0: <laughs> good number. <laughs> it's
2: a good number. That seems to fit with what I am seeing. So he, he
0: was only a quarter a day off every four years. Exactly, yeah,
2: every yeah. year. So full margin of error. You know, I think it's.
0: That's.
1: Big. I mean, if you yeah. take in, if you think of it as like, batting odds in the MLB. Right there.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, like well, being a quarter is off. Great. Yeah. Well yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Alex went to a baseball game yesterday, so he's <laughs> he got
1: baseball the on the money. brain. He
0: has all the lingo. He's doing money ball with all of these gods. <laughs>
1: exactly. <stats. Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> I do have a polo. I am wearing a polo right now, actually.
0: Osiris uh, on first base.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the interesting thing about this guy is people would not typically pick him for a team. <laughs>
0: we can get him for 25% less. And he will also contribute 30% more RBI.
1: Well, there you go. Right there.
2: there Moving right along, i got two more gods for you. Um next one is Ra, or Amun-Ra. Um, and he gets a little complicated, actually. Um, so, Amun created the universe. Humans were made from his sweat and tears. Uh, Gross. And Ra was the god of the sun and kingship. Um, and during the New Kingdom... Ra was fused with Amun, who had become really popular um, and had absorbed basically all the other attributes of all the other gods, almost to the point of monotheism, like there's this huge cult of, of Amun-Ra, um, and then sometimes Amun-Ra is regarded as a trinity with Amun, Ra, and Ta, uh, a god who is also considered a creator and a patron god of, of craftsmen, uh, that's, that's P-T-A-H-Ta. Um, and there was a really there's this kind of this neat story where okay everybody was in the cult of Amun Ra, um, with Ankhenaten was the pharaoh at the time, and then he fell from favor, and then um, his son uh, became Tutankhamun, and he was like okay let's not do this anymore and go back to all the, having all the other gods, and I'm that's a very very abridged version of it, <laughs> okay. but it's like it's a cool story and it should have a a series on Netflix, it would be mm, cool. cool. Um, next up is Bastet or Sekhmet. Um, and I would, I had to mention her, I was about done and I was, I had to have to go over this goddess because I would be remiss if I did not mention the goddess of cats um,
3: yes. So
2: there are two, these are two goddesses that were eventually combined into one, um, Bastet or Bast and Sekhmet. Uh, Bastet had a cat head, and she was more directly associated with domestic cats, Um, while uh, Sekhmet was characterized as a lioness, and uh, represented like the warrior aspect of the goddess, and was the protector of of kings. And Bastet slash Sekhmet, unfortunately they don't have a cool combo god name, um, but she was the same person, or entity. Uh, She was the daughter of Ra. Um, so again, just kind of a very royal lineage there. Uh, cats were revered in ancient Egypt because, and you'll remember this from our dogs versus cat episode, they hunted vermin and they also killed snakes. So they were a very big deal to Egyptians. Mm. Um, and then I thought this was cool. Um, so cats helped fight snakes. Uh, similarly, Bastet also fought the evil snake Apep, the enemy of her father, Ra. So that's like, so we see little house cats beating up snakes, and so the Egyptians were like, "Well, Bastet must have fought that evil snake Apep, because that's what okay. happened." So So yeah. that was kind of neat. Um, and also fighting a giant evil snake is way cooler than her fighting like a giant mouse. So that, <laughs> they were probably like, "Let's go with the cat. Let's, let's go with the cat versus snake yeah. version on that one." Um, and then just some other important concepts. Um. There's the Duat, which was the Egyptian underworld in Osiris's domain. Um, and every, uh, 24 hours, like the sun god, Ra would travel through the Duat, like in the night, signifying mm-hmm. his death and then re- was reborn every day. And so that was like the cycle of a 24 hour period. And Toth was like, well, you do 365 of these. So that's a year. <laughs> and then there's also the field of reeds. This was the Egyptian afterlife which I think has a cool name. Also, it just, it didn't just look like a field of breeds. It was pretty much, and it, it was like a paradise and you lived in pretty much the same kind of place you did in life, but everything was better. Um, you could just enjoy all the pleasures hmm. of life without sickness or disappointment. And you could only reach this after going through the duat and passing final judgment from Osiris in the weighing of the heart ceremony. Uh, there was also, and this is where it got crazy and I had to trim a bit, but I'm almost done, I promise. So the Book of the Dead, which yeah. I'm familiar with. So mm-hmm. uh, I learned a lot here. This is not really a book in the traditional sense, actually. It's a scroll. Book, well, even more than that. It wasn't just like a scroll. Um, it was a collection of spells used by the deceased on their journey through the Duat. And, uh, utilized, and it was utilized from the New Kingdom to the end of the Ptolemaic period. So a really long span of time almost to the end of ancient Egypt. Uh, and there was, it wasn't standardized till about the last 500 years of, of its use when the spells um, actually became numbered. Um, even then there was no like single book of the dead. Like you would have like, this is the King James version of the Bible. This is the, you know, here's your book of the dead in different versions uh, or anything like that. <clears throat> Many different versions existed. And this is really interesting too. People would commission their own versions with the spells they thought would serve them best. I thought that mm-hmm. was really neat and also very clever marketing. Yeah. To me,
0: like, okay, so for my Book of the Dead, I want a spell <laughs> that just blows shit up.
2: <laughs> I want a
0: spell that gives me a really cool horse to ride. <laughs> and I want a spell that lets me fly. Yeah.
2: So you can imagine the people who would take these commissions would be like, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Coming right up. I will. Yep. There's a spell for that. Are you I'm sure you, you could the do side.
0: the flying one? That was <laughs> really I'm totally
2: important. sure. I'm totally sure. Wait. So like. So, <laughs>
1: so did spells work back then?
2: Well, obviously.
1: But you okay. Didn't die first. Okay.
2: Um. So many different pe- uh versions existed. Um. And I did find some sample spells. These these were kind of cool. Um.
3: Dude, yes. To
2: just give you a taste. So, there's spells. For not dying again in the realm of the dead.
0: <laughs> that would suck.
2: I know, right? Uh, for driving off a snake. Okay. For not being eaten by a snake. For some reason, those are two different okay. ones. Okay. Uh, for prevention of not walking upside down in the afterlife, which I guess was a thing.
0: It's probably, the the afterlife is probably like one of those uh, paintings where it's like stairs going in every direction. MC Escher. It's an Escher
2: painting. Yeah. Yeah. Probably like that. Yeah. Uh, And then there's also spells for not eating feces or drinking urine. So I'm not sure why that would have been a problem. Okay. I would think just don't do that. But
0: Probably probably because everything is backwards in the underworld. It's like (sighs) feces taste really good. I see. Yeah.
2: You. I think Maybe. it's one of those things where it's like the these, uh, guys who take the commissions are like, you definitely want this spell in your book. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. You are going to need this because somebody's going to come up to you with a glass of pee and you're going to be like, I'm going to drink that because I'm thirsty. <laughs> and, but open up your book. You're going to get this spell and I swear to Raw, you are going to get this spell. Yeah. So... I think that's... I think we can all assume that's what happened. Yeah. Um, and then, interesting fact, I, I promised I said I would come back to the weighing of the heart ceremony. So, interesting fact about that. It's not so much making sure that the person lived a pure life, but rather that they didn't contradict anything they did in life. Because you had to give a full account of your life. and everything. Oh, you
3: did. okay. So,
2: during the judgment, um, and I there it is during sorry i like copy and pasted the same two sentences twice and it threw me off so during the judgment i right. have to confess whether or not they've committed any of the 42 sins and during this confession the heart being weighed may cry out and contradict the soul so you might be like i have mm. never raised my voice in anger and the heart would be like mm, yeah i did <laughs> and then be like "Dang it. um so there were uh, there was a specific spell in the Book of Dead, Book of the Dead, that could be used to prevent this. So your heart could like stay shut up and, and okay, and that you know, and there was also spells. There was a, so there was Osiris of the Judge, and there were like forty two other um, judges sitting with him, and you had to know all of their names.
3: Okay, that was a big
2: deal too. So you had all their names listed in the Book of the Dead and stuff. So basically, Book of the Dead was a bunch of cheat codes.
0: Okay. All, I game. see. Interesting.
2: Yeah. So, really, really interesting thing to It was
0: like a, a Duat Game Shark.
2: It pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> if this was your Nintendo Power guide to traversing the Duat.
0: My buddy so, Paulie. Yeah. My buddy Paulie had his hot weighed 42 pounds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if your, if, if your heart uh, did not pass the test. You would get eaten by the crocodile-headed goddess. Um, goddess. Yeah, like I said, she was a goddess uh, not okay. and um, she kind of looked more like a dog that had a crocodile head.
3: Hmm.
2: So. Didn't that
0: maybe? Did I just miss this? Does doesn't the heart have to like weigh less than a the feather?
2: Uh, they have to be like the same. They have to be the easier. same. Okay. And the feather is Mott. so Mott, the oh, goddess, okay. is portrayed with this uh, feather in her headdress uh she so plucks. it's like one of her feathers yeah that's being made.
0: Again. she plucks it out it makes the. it's not
2: just yeah it. it's not just some random feather <laughs> it is a feather from the op. okay yeah so that's that's all i
0: have um now where
2: do, know know lot, but... where do the millennium
0: where hmm. are the millennium items <laughs> millennium puzzle the millennium <laughs> eye okay I, mm, I don't know
2: i don't know I know, I'm pretty sure,
0: I'm pretty sure Yami was one of the major pharaohs. Yeah. he was like, uh, Yeah,
1: kind of interesting yeah. that you left him out.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I didn't really mention any specific pharaohs, really. Only. Yeah, that. I guess you're right. So.
0: Okay. Well, we'll have to save that for the Yu-Gi-Oh! episode. Yeah.
2: <laughs> for the right. Yu-Gi-Oh! series. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, cool. Thanks, Georgia. That's what I got. All cool. Good stuff. Sounds good. Sounded good. Uh, so next, uh, let me see. I haven't done the the puzzle, the puzzle alley intro in a while. I'm Trying to remember what it is. It's hard, see. We have a lot more content academy coming up, but first we need to grab a magnifying glass and put yes. on our thinking caps because we've got a mystery on our hands. Where is this mystery, you ask? Well, where else other than Puzzle Alley? So as I was, as I was telling, uh, I was uh, as I was talking about earlier, this puzzle is not themed for. The episode, but we can pretend that it takes place in Egypt. (laughs) Okay. So, are you guys ready?
0: Ready as I'll ever be.
1: Alright, cool. A man goes on a trip um, with a fox, a goose, and a sack of corn. He comes upon a stream which he has to cross and he finds a, a boat he can use across the stream. He can only take himself and one other thing, so either the fox, the goose, or the corn. Uh, However, he can't leave the fox alone with the goose, obviously.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Fox will eat the goose, and he can't leave the goose alone with the corn because the goose will eat the corn. So, keeping that in mind, he can only take two things at a time. Um, How does he get safely across the stream?
2: So he has to start with the corn, or no, well, I'm sorry, he has to start with the uh, with the chicken. So it's the corn and the fox on the other side.
0: Yes. And the so thing is, you can just throw, you can just throw the chicken.
2: <laughs> the, it can like
0: fly halfway. The
1: stream
2: yeah. Is, the stream, you can hop across. You can
0: yeah. practically hop across. It. <laughs> but um, he doesn't want to get his shoes wet though. Is yeah. That's, the
1: thing. that's another factor.
2: So easily hop across it, but. You want, to take, uh, you, want to leave, you want to take the chicken first, so he's leaving the corn and the fox on the other side. Uh, mm-hmm. Now he's going to, I know the trick to these, when he rows back over, he'll... When
0: right. he goes back over first, then he takes the fox, and then he takes the hen back with him, so just That's the, the fox. Uh, yeah,
2: though. you have to like trade off, so he's yep. always traveling with the passenger. The
0: trick is that you can bring one back. Yeah. If you have that's to, the and then and then with the with the hen and the corn on one side and the fox on the far side, he takes the corn across, and mm-hmm. he comes back and he gets the hen, and then they're all.
1: Wow, good job.
2: So, uh, Josh obviously had that spell in his book. Yeah, 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 exactly. I had
0: that, I had that spell in that cool. That's a,
2: that's a really common uh, situation. Maybe. Yeah. And I,
3: and well, I yeah. Actually,
0: i had actually set that spell to my hot bar so I could actually <laughs> quick cast it. <laughs>
1: cool so that's a fairly common uh, puzzle uh, puzzle and i don't Maybe think for that we egypt
0: egypt version we could do like a camel uh-huh. and a and a wall what do camels and, eat and like yeah. camel camel chow camel food yeah <laughs> that's <was laughs> cool. funny i like
1: that camel chow. <laughs> nice i don't think in our 60 episodes we've ever done one of those yeah that was good so it's good that well, we have that to covered to now
2: do, it's hard to do the puzzles that are mainly visual because if I that's come true. across one of those in Professor, later, like, boop, 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 we're done. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's true, yeah. All right, cool. Well, before we uh, sign off for this week, Josh, you got something to uh, yeah. talk to us about?
0: So I kind of had, um, for my little Joshie's Corner thing, you know, um, I kind of wanted to do kind of a cla- more of a classic Joshie's Corner. Okay. Of kind of the early days of Content Academy uh and i will be being a little bit more strict on the rules this time oh okay i know alex's video feed is cut off right now so he won't be able to raise his hand so yeah uh, he won't ask any questions you will not be able to ask any questions um maybe maybe if i'm feeling generous you could like clear clear your throat or something okay i might notice you all right um but yeah, so, and just as a little bit of backstory for anyone who maybe hasn't been with us for our, the entire um, 60 episodes, 60 episode history, not uh, counting PC. the
1: prior podcast.
0: Well, I'm actually kind of going into the prior podcast okay. where we started as the Charlie Puth podcast. Uh-huh. The Puth yeah. Kind of the first and only, yeah, podcast <laughs> focused entirely on Charlie Puth. Kind of
1: still the first and only.
2: Kinda, yeah. Yeah. The first, only, and last. And, interestingly
1: yeah. enough, the only podcast that he has ever listened to.
0: It's, yeah. I mean, if he ever listened to a podcast, he would listen to the one about him. I yeah, think. yeah. And that was kind of our whole idea. Yeah. We, could, we could get at least one listener locked in. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that um, one listener, I will say, would was a big get.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. I... So we don't really know for sure that he did listen, but I mean, come
1: on. Yeah. Come on.
0: And, and I, I will also say that I have tried to, you know, cross paths with Charlie a few times in the past. Mm -hmm. There's been a couple times where we almost met, um, you know, I was briefly in New York a few days, yeah, days after he, that's right. Yeah. Music video there. Yeah. Um, So there, we kind of, Past each other like ships in the night, and you, um, yeah, and
1: you were kind of walking back and forth in front of his his hotel, holding a stack right. of papers, yeah,
0: right, yeah, uh, no, hoping luck. that uh, you
1: would have somewhat of a meet cute,
0: right. So I would uh, drop my papers <laughs> yeah,
1: on the yeah, ground, yeah, and yeah. he would help me. Get but them of course, up. that never happened. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, that never happened, but um, as you know, um, 2020, we are just on the cusp of another white boy summer, and yeah. I wanted to finally, finally get in touch with the man himself, the Pooth Man. Um, okay. So I finally did it. I took a trip this week to LA. Um, I, via some connections that I had, I found out about this kind of park that he kind of likes to frequent. Hmm. Um, so. I thought, you know, let's do it. Let's go. Let's see if we can meet Charlie. Um, so I'm in the park. You know, I'm look, I'm looking everywhere. Um, I see, now I hear some music, and I think, okay, this is something. Here we go. Here we go. And so I come, I kind of follow this music, and it's it's actually a violin. I hear a violin, and I hear some whistling, and I hear, and I think, well, now that maybe isn't Charlie, but I should probably still check it out. Yeah. Turns out it was just Andrew Bird. Um, (laughs) okay so that was kind of a wash but okay um i keep you know looking through the park and i come across this little gazebo and in the gazebo is um it is actually charlie booth okay um and he is there with uh what i assume to be his bodyguard um big hulking brute of a man yeah um so i cautiously approach the booth man um you know say uh, hey, what's up? And um, Char- to my surprise, Charlie instantly recognizes me. Oh, okay. So, But he doesn't recognize me as the right person. He refers to me as um, – I think he said something like, uh, hey, Tantrum. Jonas. Hey, oh. Tantrum, what's up? So come to find out, he thought I was one of Fitz's tantrums.
1: <laughs> oh. oh. And he started okay. doing like, the
0: hand clapping thing. Right. he was like, he was like, yeah. "Hey Tanstrom, what's up?" Um, and so I just kind of went along with it, you know. Oh. Um, I kind of did.
2: You do in
0: that situation. What, well, what else am I supposed to do? Um, I thought you know <laughs> this is my inn.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right.
0: Um, his now his bodyguard was kind of looking, giving me the side eye. Yeah. Because maybe he um, now the thing about his bodyguard is he um, he could not speak a word of English. Uh, he huh. communicated solely through, he had these little, this little stack of flashcards, and on these flashcards were different <laughs> emojis.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Um, and so when he saw me, he was just displaying this little em- uh, flashcard with, um, with the poop emoji on it. Oh. Um, so I think he kind of distrusted me. Um, but Charlie didn't seem to pay him any attention. He was just excited to meet one of the tantrums. Um, one of Fitz's tantrums. Yeah. Um, so he kind of Charlie kind of takes me aside and also Charlie wasn't wearing a mask. Um, so that was kind of worrying, but I think I had remember, remembered reading somewhere that, um, most of the celebrities had already been, um, they had already gotten kind of, um, there's this adrenochrome, uh, vaccine that's distributed via chemtrails.
3: Oh. uh,
0: Most of the the celebrities Uh.
1: got that because uh, oh. this is
0: distributed on their private islands uh, <laughs> via chemtrails. Oh
1: okay. Um, and I am
0: pretty sure that he, he already had that. Okay. So he kinda takes me aside oh, and I then, see what's going um, on here now I'm I'm just kind of kinda trying to roll with it, you know. Um and yeah. he actually flips up this little hidden panel on the gazebo and underneath it is um a little tiny uh piano keyboard and then um he presses a little green button and then these A series of four musical notes play, and um, he, because he has perfect pitch, he instantly recognizes what tones they are and repeats them on the little keyboard. Yeah. And this activates a little elevator inside the gazebo (laughs) that lowers (laughs) us down. Okay. It's kind and it's kind of a foolproof um, security. (laughs) Well, yeah,
1: because only he can do that.
0: Because only he can do that, right? Okay. He has perfect pitch. Exactly. So we kind of, we go down into this kind of, um, it's almost like a cave. Uh And it kind of has some different um, Pooth memorabilia and different things that he has. (laughs) There's a giant, there's a giant penny. There's a giant model, there's a giant statue of a (laughs) T-Rex.
1: Of course, yes.
0: You know, just kind of Pooth, classic Pooth thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so we get down there and then... Uh, he is kind of showing me around, showing me um, his Grammy for, uh-huh. um, uh, it's been a long, what, what's that song that he did with Wiz Khalifa? Yeah, see you, song. see you Again? See You Again, yeah. Yeah. He showed me his Grammy, how oh, dare you say that? Um, <laughs> He's showing me around, and then um, all of a sudden these, like, um, it's like a cage comes up out of the floor around me, and it's just me inside this little cage. And Charlie spins around, and he says, I know who you really are. You're from that podcast. Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he says, you're from that Shawn Mendez podcast. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so just to back up. When we had a Charlie Puth podcast, uh-huh, also yeah. on our network was the Sean Mendez podcast. Yeah, yeah. And nothing against those guys. Kind of a rival, rival Mendes, podcast. You know, the thing about those guys
1: us, is that they're really nice.
0: Right, yeah. They're really nice, but uh, they will turn on you in a s- split second
3: yeah. if
0: they need to get ahead yeah. in the industry. There you go. Um, But, you know, they're really nice guys. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Very tall. Yeah, yeah. So – um. Charlie is really upset right now. Um, his bodyguard is also really upset. His name is Coco, by the way. Um, <laughs> and I see I see Coco taking down this from, from one of his um, we'll memorabilia displays. He takes down, Ellen, and Alex, I know you have a hard out in about five minutes, and so I'm wrapping it's up. It's all right. It's all right. Um, he takes down from the wall um, this, it's actually a bra. And I I can only assume that it is uh, Lady Gaga's fireworks bra. Um,
1: oh, okay.
0: And he he puts it on Charlie Puth. And Charlie Puth is like arming it and ready to shoot <laughs> me in the face okay. with the fireworks bra. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm just like desperate, you know, mm-hmm. trying to save my own life. Yeah. At this point. Um, and I keep saying, the bra, the bra. And then Charlie says... Debra, why would you say that (laughs) So, come to find out, Charlie's mom's name is Debra. Oh, okay. And so, me saying, like, the bra, he thought I was, like, crying out for my mom. Yeah. Now, why I would call my own mom by her first name, I don't know why he would think
1: that. Yeah, hey, wait a second. And also, it
0: was pretty clear. That I was enunciating the. Broth, <laughs>
1: yeah, <but laughs> yeah. You'd think with his perfect ears he'd be able to hear what you're saying.
0: <laughs> you would think. Yeah. But and he, come to find out it wasn't the it wasn't Lady Gaga's fireworks brought it was actually Katy Perry's uh, whipped cream. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah, he kind of just shot some whipped cream at me and then okay. let me go. So. Oh, okay. Kind of a kind of an interesting run-in with the booth man. Not well, exactly what I wanted to yeah. get out of him. but
1: Now you can say yeah. that you met, was, met him, though.
0: I finally met the man, yep. Wow. But yeah, that's it. Any any questions on that?
1: Mm. I mean, the whole...
2: S- did you get his autograph?
0: I did not get his autograph. Mm. Damn. It. But
1: see, wow. in this digital age that we live in, what you're really looking for is the selfie. Selfie, So. Yeah.
0: That's true. Didn't get that either.
1: But. Oh, okay. Alright. Yeah. Alright, cool. Okay, didn't happen. So, yeah. we learned today that Charlie Puth has a sort of bat cave.
0: Kind of, okay. yeah.
1: Okay. Um, and he accesses it, of course, with the, uh, it's like a perfect pitch kind of <laughs> thing in a guz- the random gazebo, right? Yeah.
0: Which is kind of also kind of similar to Batman, I think, because in he wasn't one in the Batman movies. So he has to play notes on the piano. The piano, before. yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. And it's
1: like he has to play like the, it's like the Batman theme, right? So he confidence. goes like, da, 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 da. yeah, which is kind of a cool <laughs> nod to back in the '60s show. Yeah, that's the song in there. So, and if you'll remember, in that show, they have to pull on like it's like busts of shakespeare's head there's a little <laughs> yeah. button on there That's right. so there's kind of I that aspect thing, of it
2: but it's under my of blathers.
1: oh yeah exactly <laughs> okay.
2: I, just pull, yeah. I just like tip him over and there's a button
1: yeah
0: that goes into your back eh?
2: i'm not telling where it goes
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay well i think that about wraps it up um Mm-hmm. Next week will be our last kind of discussion on um, mythology. And after that we'll have a special Before
2: the final exam. Exactly. So make sure you take it notes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Thanks for joining us this week and join us again next week when we talk about more mythology.
2: Do we have a sneak peek of what's coming next, Alex? Hmm.
1: <laughs> Let's just say they wrote a very popular book about it.
0: Maybe the most popular book of all time.
2: Maybe there you the go. First book printed on Gutenberg's press. There Maybe. you go. Maybe there's a sequel coming out. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. has not happened yet. Hope
1: so. <laughs> all right. See you next week.
0: Bye bye.